Amen. Amen. Because you can go ahead and turn to Luke chapter 15. This morning I'm going to be dealing with that that song. And I'm going to get ahead of myself because when he got home, he probably started singing, I must tell, oh yes, of the goodness of the Lord. <laughs> yes, in Luke chapter 15. Yeah, thank you, Remedy. My, 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 my. God is a good God. I don't care what the donut head say. God is a good God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of the Lord. Yes, sir. Oh, God. Tell your neighbor, say, you just don't know my story. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, God. That's why we have been anointed and appointed, every believer, to tell this dying, decadent, demonic world of the goodness of the Lord. A lot of people think God is, don't love them, but he's a loving God. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the prodigal father. Amen. Luke chapter 15, uh, verses 11 through 24. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think about it, you'll start thanking him. And when, you, when you think about it, you'll start thanking him. All that he's done. Yeah. In a time where God is trying to say, hey, uh, if you want revival, revival will stop school shootings. Amen. Because some of us remember we didn't have a police but nowhere close, but we had prayer. Amen. 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 They would herd us heathens into the gym and the preacher would come preach to us. And we were a bunch of heathens. Amen. But we didn't have to have policemen because we had Jesus there. And if it keep getting worse enough, instead of our president trying to arm the teachers, somebody going to say, hey, let's, let's all have a prayer meeting. Amen. It'll work in your home. Amen. Well, right here, let me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Amen. This whole context came about because Jesus ate with sinners. And the religious folk, the church folk, took exception to Jesus eating with the tax collectors or the publicans old preachers say republicans but, but, but the tax collectors and the scribes 
And so Jesus gave this series of parables. First of all, he talked about the lost sheep. The shepherd left the 99 when he found that one. When he found it, put it on his shoulder, came back, and they rejoiced. Tells about the woman who lost her coin. She took a broom and a lamp and swept, stirred up the dust till she found her coin. And then she sent to her friends and neighbors, probably posted on Facebook, and said, hey, I found my coin. Come on, have a party with me. And so uh, this morning we look at the first part of this prodigal father. Jesus talks about a son, all right? So let's read verses 11 through 24 of this Luke 15 um, this morning as we celebrate the love of our Father, okay? I'm reading from the King James Version. Whatever translation you have, uh, let's read out loud. Verse number 11. And he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he denied it, divided unto them his living and not many days after that, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And when he would have fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy heart's help. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to be 
Mary. Amen. The grass wither it, the flower faded, but the word of our God stand forever. Amen. The prodigal father, you may be seated. And I just want to lift up here this morning just a few points from this to help us better understand this prodigal father. You see, many times this parable has been taught, preached from the wrong perspective, dealing with backsliders. But really, the theological significance of this parable is that the main point of this story is the broken heart of God over lost humanity. So let me say that again. The, the theological significance of, of this text deals with the broken heart of God over lost humanity. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I thought about this. The spirit spoke to my heart. I started talking about the sadness and the broken heart of God over lost humanity. Again, I thought about the parents in, in Parkland, Florida who is a parent myself who have lost a child. Can you imagine how that whole city, that whole area is so grieved and brokenhearted because of the killing of those innocent children? And the Spirit spoke to me and said, that's how God feels about every lost sinner. His heart is broken. He longs for every sinner to come home. And I think we need to be reminded of that as believers because if we are not careful, we'll spend so much time on the lost son that we overlook the prodigality of this father. This father, this father. Dr. Joel Gregory, in his book, entitled uh, Come Home Again, starting over with God, says that God, Jesus is saying, he was not angry with those uh, 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 religious leaders, but, but Dr. Gregory said that he's trying to get them and us to understand how much he loves sinners. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I mean, because if we're not careful in church, we can start looking down on those who are lost as if God doesn't love them. He loved them just as much as he loved us. It, it, it doesn't matter what they are doing. It doesn't matter their peculiar uh, 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 sin that they are caught up in. God loves them just as much as he loves us because at one time we were in the same category. Boy, God wants us to get that, man. Want to get that in our spirit, how much he loves sinners. Amen. And because all of us are ex-something. 
Some people got saved. Some got too old. Some people stopped doing it because they got too old. But some people got saved. And think of the worst thing you ever done while you were doing it. God still loved you. Blow your mind. God is trying to get us so we'll be more enthusiastic about evangelism. We'll be more excited on the fourth Sunday when we go out uh, wherever you work. Just put some pamphlet. Where I work out, I'm going to give them a free, uh, 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 they won't give me anything for doing I'm going to give them a, a free advertising. But at Planet Fitness, where I work out, where I pump all them weights, you know, be pumping those weights, thousands of pounds, you know, bitch lifting them, just hold us. You're showing these guns. Okay. All right. Maybe not that to that extent. But but there, but I don't know here, but there's somebody in that planet fitness, somebody coming out, they leave uh Christian pamphlets around. I said, Wow, man, if I wasn't saved, man, I mean, leave it. On your job, uh, take one of our force of faith law and leave it uh, in the break room. You ain't gotta say nothing, just walk and leave it. You walk. When you go out to eat today, when you tip, because I know how you St. James members tip, when you tip that waiter, give them a, a, a fake outline. Because see, some people won't take it, but if you give a $20 bill, they'll take it. And they, see, if you give me. Because God wants us to understand how much he loves lost people. Well, bless his name, man. We don't, we don't get anything else because a lot of church folk, you know a lot of black church no longer evangelize. And Dr. Rick Warren says, we failed to evangelize. We're just telling people to just go to hell. And hell is too awful. Eternity is too long for anyone to go to hell. And that's why Jesus is trying to get us here to understand his love for lost sinners. First of all, look at this son's rebellion. Verses 11 through 16. According to the Jewish law, an elder son received twice as much as the other sons, Deuteronomy chapter number 21, verse 17. And this younger son was in his rights to ask for his inheritance, but it was a sign of disrespect of the father. Uh, it was a sign that he was saying, I wish you were dead. Oh, man, my goodness. Uh, Thomas Huxley says that a man's worst difficulties begin when he is able to do just as he likes. And he asked his daddy, give me. Daddy, look at this prodigality. The father gave it to him. And then not many days later, he packed his grip and did like a banana and split. Got away from the father's house. Uh, anytime you leave the father's house, you are headed for trouble. Now one very important point here, this is a very important point for a whole lot of mothers that father did not run after that boy. Let me say that again. Amen. Amen. That's wrong. See what's wrong with a lot of us, we keep trying to run after grown people. Amen. That father let him go. Now there's no mention of the mother. Sometimes I may do a sermon on the mother, you know, theologically in my mind, with the mother. That mother probably behind in the kitchen, they're crying. Because you know how mother long for their boys and oh God. And I, I, for years I thought the strongest bond in the house was between that of a father and a mother. Not so. 
It's that mother and that son. Boy, oh boy, some of, some of you mothers will walk through hell with a gasoline suit on for your son. You know, they grown and you still call them babies and you still giving them money and they grown. You know, hey man, well bless the Lord. And they just sorry and you trying to run behind them, all that kind of stuff. Amen. Amen. One of one, one, one of the best things. Amen. That what. Amen. I, I told I couldn't wait for my son to go to my house. I was parted. I couldn't wait for him. Amen. Now, now they in my shoe. They can't wait. Amen. Their mama didn't want to see them go, but I was happy. Amen. Every time one went off to college, I had a party. I'm glad to see you. Amen. And I tell my son about I left home. My mama put me out at 17. Amen. And my son said, here come daddy's 17 year old story. Yeah, I, I left home at 17, mama. And I told him, if I can make it, you can make it. See, when the worst thing we can do is run behind grown folk who want to go. Let them go. The father did. Amen. You get a whole lot of hand clapping that, but he, you got to let them go. Amen. Let them, let them go. Drop down to hold on. Amen. That's why I tell members, if you leave on your own, you got to come back on your own. We, didn't, we ain't done nothing to you. Amen. Expecting me to be spending all time running you down and you just mad. <laughs> Amen. The, the, the fool, look at, look at the, the sheep was lost through foolishness. The coin was lost through carelessness. The, the boy was lost willfully. He, he left. And when he left the father's house, he went into deterioration. Listen, that was wrong a whole lot of these young people. We were there too. That's why, I, as a baby boom, that's why I don't say nothing about these millennials. We were just as crazy as they are. Amen. Come on. Amen. We baby boomers. On, on the difference between millennials and us baby boomers, it's like we didn't have cell phones and the internet. Can you imagine? <laughs> Back in 69, had a cell phone. <laughs> And the internet. I could not only be doing texting, I could have been sexting. Amen. Wonder. Amen. Amen. Well, bless his name. Don't be running down these young folk. Amen. They ain't doing nothing we didn't do. Amen. They just got the internet, the media. Amen. But whenever you leave the father's house, you are going down. Got they'll start parting. Parting. Parting hard. And he's and he when you got money, you got a lot of friends. Amen. You got a lot of friends when you got a few dollars. Amen. Folk don't even like you or like you. Some of y'all used to walk in the club. Come on, you might well say amen. Walk in the club. Say, I'm going to make it rain. Amen. Yes. Now they just so broke, you just try to cause a little mist. Amen. Just a little. Won't be much of a rain. Just a little mist. <laughs> Parted, dog. He parted harder, dog. I mean. He was throwing, shaking and faking. Look right here. He, he spent all his living with his living. And then he had spent all. Boy, amen. That riotous living, ultimately, you're going to run out. That was my mama used to tell me all the time. You better be quiet, son, because you're about to run out. Amen. And that means you need to shut up. Amen. Because you're going to say the wrong thing. In a few minutes, you about run out. And he ran out, ran, got broke. Nobody fool with you when you get down. If you really want to find out who your friends are, just lose your job. Amen. <laughs> Amen. If you really want to find out who your friends are, go through some hard times. And, uh, and folks used to pump you up and hit you up on Facebook. Won't, amen. We'll, amen. <laughs> amen. He, 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 he was broke. 
And then he had to start feeding swine. That's the worst job ever for a Jewish man to fool with the pig. Amen. That's why, that's, why, that's why I thank God. God nowadays have given us a freedom in eating where we want to eat as long as we thank God for it. But it'd be hard for the average brother to be Jewish or Muslim, coach. Amen. Because every now and then we got to have a little pork, man. You got to have some bacon. And, 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 and one of the most debasing jobs was for a Jew to be fooling around with a pig. And he got so low that he, don't ever say what you won't do. And don't ever say what you won't eat. Amen. Because if you get hungry enough, amen, those chitlins will smell good. Say, what? Got any more than that? Amen. You get hungry enough. You get hungry. Amen. 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 Well, bless the Lord. See, some of y'all ain't ever had a rough seat. But you get broke enough, you'll stand in the way of our line. Can I get some more of that butter? Then why I tell people, and that cheese. Amen. 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 He, 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 he was broke in the hog pen. Now, most of you city folks, see, most of my members are city people. You know, amen. They think a pork chop come from H-E-B, but they don't. <laughs> Have you ever been, next time you get a chance, go visit a pig farm. Amen. Filthy, stinky pigs. And here was this boy in the hog pen to show you where your sin will take you to the hog pen. This boy who came from the mansion to the hog pen. Every time I see people on the corner panhandling, I think about that's somebody lost boy, right? You'd be surprised at people's story he came. But then, then secondly, look at his repentance. Verses 17 through 19 deal with his repentance. And repentance means a change of mind, a change of heart. There in the pig pen, the Bible said, he came to himself. <laughs> Do you remember where you were? And what you were doing when you came to yourself? <laughs> Do, Do you remember, amen, when it was when you said, I'm better than this? I've been raised at St. James. I went to Sunday school and came to prayer meeting. They told me I'm better than this. Because sin will take you farther than you plan on going. Staying longer than you plan on staying. And doing some things you thought you never would do. But he came to himself. Amen. Thank the Lord. I think came to himself. Look at the insanity of sin. Sin have you doing some crazy stuff. Amen. Sin have you doing some stuff you never thought you'll be doing. Going some places that you never thought. Amen. And with some people you never thought you'd be with. That's the insanity of sin. You lose your mind. See, when you're away from the Father, you are in spiritual insanity. That's why I stop trying to minister to people until they get saved. The unsaved man can't hear because he's as insane. It's, he can't grasp it. He's in the hog pen and he hasn't come to himself. He came to himself. 
and said, listen here, look at my daddy. My daddy got hired servants, eating good. Here I am with these hogs. Amen. They snorting, stinky, got hog stuff everywhere. And then you, you stay in it so long it don't bother you. You just... I get happy sometimes. I, I used to clean out a chicken house. Amen. Well, and I used to wade in chicken manure up to my knees. Y'all don't hear me. And you work there so long, the smell no longer bother you. Amen. <laughs> you can stay in sin so long that after a while, it doesn't bother you. You just. Amen. Bless the But this boy came to himself. Somebody need to come to them and say, that's why I preach. Somebody need, to, you, somebody need to come to self this morning. You know what you're doing is wrong. You're in the hog pen. You're in a hotel room with somebody else's wife. That's a hog pen. <laughs> you're in the hotel room with somebody else's husband or two husbands. That's a hog pen. You're sneaking by the liquor store getting you something. That's 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 the hog pen. I mean, I mean, but this boy came to himself. See, I think uh, my daddy, my dad, look, look, little boy started working on his little speech because, see, repentance is a change of mind. And, and, and repentance also uh, incurs not only my mind, but it incurs my emotion. Look what this boy said. He said, I will arise. I will go. I will say. See, repentance need more than just a resolution. You need to put some duty-luya. And this boy said, I'm going to go back home. See, if he had never went home, he would just have to live with a lot of regret. But he went, said, I will. I'm going to get up out of here. That's why, you see, people, people can be saved if they want to be saved. That's why. People can be delivered if they want to be delivered. Stop all this craziness. Trying to, uh, amen. Well, y'all know my testimony. I first got saved 40-something years ago. I used to spend all night praying for people, trying to get people delivered who didn't want to be delivered. <laughs> my wife and I spent one night, the last time I did it, Reverend Odom's all night long praying for this woman, beating on the floor, rebuking demons, <laughs> annoying with all, Knocking down generational curse. About four or five o'clock in the morning, the Holy Spirit said, now since you've been doing your thing, you have not asked me what to do. So the Holy Spirit said, ask her if she have a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend? Yes, sir. Five o'clock, been up all night. Ask her if she's shacking. You shacking? Yes, sir. I said, that's your problem. Ain't no devil. You You better go home, get married or get away. You can't. There's no deliverance in sin. And you got to, this boy said, I will. See, you You got to want to give it up. If you don't want to give it up, we can pray for you all day, all night. You can take a bath and bless all, wear a breast prayer cloth suit. But if you don't come to yourself and say, I'm finished with this, you will never be delivered. See, you got to want to, amen. You got to stop holding on to it. Lord, take these cigarettes and you keep buying them, amen. Lord, take this liquor's taste and you keep buying it, amen. Stop going to the bar where they're selling it and serving it. This boy came to himself. You got to come to yourself. You'll be there. 
That's the only difference between the saints and the ain'ts. The saints came to themselves, said, uh, I'm tired of this life. Hogs all around them. Hog stuff. My dad is rich. And here I am in the hog pen. My daddy got hired servants. Here I am working for an unknown man feeding pigs. I'm going to rise. Go to my daddy's house. Look at the difference between what happened between give me and make me. See, Verse number 12, he was arrogant, full of pride. Give me. Verse number 14, he said, now make me. Amen. Proverbs 16, 18 said, pride go for destruction, haughty spirit before a fall. See, we might hard to get men because we men are so full of pride. I don't need nobody to help me. I'm my own man, all that foolishness. Well, just keep on living like that and you'll come to a point where you're going to be saying, just make me. Amen. Amen. Just make me a janitor. Just know I get a job. Listen, just give me something. Amen. Because he came to himself. Then verses 22, 24, look at the rejoicing. But when, when, while he was a great distance off, his daddy saw him. Say, hey, said, don't. See, because notice, dad didn't go after him. Daddy didn't run him down. Dad around there could have been sitting on the porch drinking some tea. Said, hey, wait a minute. That boy walking in there. Is that what y'all want to call him? Junior? <laughs> Is that Rariki? Is that Tashiki coming? See, that's my boy. And the, and the book, he ran. See, Jewish men didn't run. Jewish men never ran. See, running was for servants. Jewish men never ran. Amen. Yeah. Why you see, I pray, I pray they don't run. <laughs> Running for the CIA. <laughs> Secret said, he don't run. He said, that's my boy. And he ran. And he ran, had compassion on him. I want you to see this picture. Hey, man, I, hey, man. He, he saw him, had compassion on him, and ran. Fell on his neck and kissed him. Uh! Boy smelling like hog. You know what? Dirty. Stinky. But the daddy still ran. Now, read why the daddy ran because... The daddy was trying to protect him from other fathers. Deuteronomy chapter 21. If a, if a boy was disobedient, the other fathers killed him. So the father not only ran because he was happy to sin, he was trying to protect him from the other daddies who would have killed him. Because monkey see, monkey do. So dads, I got to get to him because they're going to kill him. And even if they had stoned him, they would hit the daddy, which is a picture of how much our heavenly father loves us. When we come to Christ, he take the blows for us. That's my boy. He would let them know I'm taking him back. Put a robe on him. Put a ring on his finger. Put some shoes on him. This is my boy who was dead. Now he's alive. He was lost, but now he's found. Kill the fat and care. Come 
a boy with dad, he's alive. Come on and let's have a party. That's what it was. <laughs> that was what, what my band. Y'all come on, get that. Come on, what my band? What my band? Come on. What my band? What my band? Do I have to come on get my man? Give me, give me some coming home party music. Some of you, some of you all been in, been around too many stiff necks and y'all been around too many folk who are religious. Religious folk don't party because they don't have nothing to party about. Amen. But those of us who've been in the far country and we've come home. Those of us who've been lost and now we are found. Those of us who've been messed up and now we've been cleaned up. We are the only ones that can have a party. He, he said, he said, he said, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And the Bible said, and they begin to be merry. Let me tell you what. That's what the church ought to be doing. When I came to this church, I knew several things God had sent me here. But one thing I knew God had sent me here because every time somebody walked out, the church used to clap. Because they were glad to see somebody come. We who are children of God, we got a reason to celebrate. We who are the children of God, we got a reason to be happy. We who are children of God, we got reason to thank the Lord. Because we were in the hog pen, messed up from the floor. But Jesus came and found us. And we came home never to leave again. Somebody say, yeah party somebody say yeah party somebody say yeah party somebody say yeah party somebody ought to come 